Welcome to The Hunter's Home, a Monster Hunter community podcast for hunters by hunters. Welcome, Hunters, to the Hunter's Hub, episode 17. Um, today is a special podcast because we have a lot of fun people coming on. Uh, first and foremost, uh, it's me, hi, Fortuan, um, joined again by co-host Loberin. Hello. Um, and then uh, the big news is um, uh, Ariel is going to be joining us um, as a new co-host uh, to sort of help uh, make the podcast more professional and all, also to have another awesome voice on the podcast. So welcome, Ariel. What's up, guys? I'm glad to be here. Glad to help out and uh, talk about some Monster Hunter on a regular basis. Yeah, like I do all the time. It's, <laughs> it's great. Um, and today for our special guest, uh, some people may know him as C.S. Colley. We're probably just going to refer to him as Colley, but the boy wonder from Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, uh, Blind <laughs> blind Runs. <laughs> I've boy. been called a lot of things. Boy wonder is, is not one of them. That's a first. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Right. Um, so uh, as we've been trying to do a little bit more, hey, here we are and what we do. Um, so this is a Monster Hunter podcast uh, where we're focused on discussions, um, and we are now uh, on SoundCloud, uh, Hunter's Hub, YouTube, Hunter's Hub. Uh, you can find us also on um, iTunes, uh, which is a link to the SoundCloud, basically. And um, we have a Patreon, which is also called Hunter's Hub. Uh, we kind of use that for now as a tip jar. Um we're trying to get uh, enough to basically go SoundCloud Pro and then get on some other platforms for everyone's viewing pleasure. So if you feel inclined, uh, head to the Patreon page. Um, and with all of that intro stuff out of the way, um, we're going to talk to Kali about, um, well, really how he got into Monster Hunter. Well, actually, part of that is we need we need your history, Ariel. Oh, my history? Sure. Uh Yeah. I'm guessing you want my my Monster Hunter history. Um, yes. So my my I remember my my first ever <clears throat> look at Monster Hunter was in a Game Informer magazine back in the PS2 days, and I thought, wow, that that dragon looks really cool. I want to fight it and play that game. And uh, alas, that never did happen. But years later, I'm on vacation, uh, and my cousin goes, "Yo, you have to get this game, Monster Hunter. It's awesome." And I'm like, what's it for? And he goes, 3DS. I was like, oh, I don't have a 3DS, but I'm on vacation, whatever. So I bought a 3DS while on vacation, uh, bought Monster Hunter 3U, and I logged 350 hours into it. Um, I proceeded to log 350 hours into every subsequent game. Um, mm -hmm. And I've actually mained a different weapon every every game, which has been pretty fun. Uh, so wow. right. 
Yeah, right now I'm so I started with longsword, went to charge blade, um, went to sword and shield with generations with the new like with the oils and stuff like that. It was really yeah. fun, and then I'm I'm doing great sword with uh with Monster Hunter World. So it's I'm a very versatile hunter. I love love the game. Um, and uh, I'm a I'm an actual like very avid podcaster. So I figured that right. you know might as well get into this and help help exposure for the game as much as I can. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you coming on. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm here to help, and let's do do whatever we can to get the show. Uh, get more listeners get get better content and more content and you know make make the listeners happy <laughs> yeah um yep so uh kali on to you um a lot of, i mean uh from from what i know uh you started with freedom unite am i wrong no that is correct okay so i'll let you take it from there because uh it's I brought him on because I really enjoy his content, and I think it's a unique take on how to experience Monster Hunter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so and listening to Ariel talk actually reminded me what my very first experience with Monster Hunter was. Um, so years and years ago, uh, it, it, it may have been six years, six or seven years at this point, uh, shortly after Freedom Unite first came out, whenever that was, um, I had a PSP. I had an actual uh, PSP, and... I was looking for games to play. I was broke at the time. I didn't have anything, uh, but I did have a uh, I did have a uh, um, an SD card. I obtained a copy of Monster Hunter Freedom Unite through less than reputable means, uh, <laughs> just so I could play it and experience it. And you know, I said the thing that everyone says: "Oh, if I like it, I'll I'll buy it." You know, we everyone says that. So uh, I played it for about forty five minutes. And uh, it was too much for me. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't oh. handle the controls. I couldn't handle. It was mostly the controls, which I think is is true for a lot of people. Um, I couldn't handle the sort of uh, unguided nature of the game, in that it just sort of thrusts you in. And you know, good luck, yeah. have fun. Uh, there are tutorials. They're there, but you kind of have to seek them out. And uh, you know, and I know we'll get into that a little bit later on, talking about some of the ways that they've improved the series. Uh, so then I didn't touch it for years after that. And every time I saw it come up, I sort of dismissed it uh, as, a, as a niche thing that I would never like. And <clears throat> come the summer of about, uh, it was 2015, it was summertime, and uh, I'm an, I was an avid Twitch watcher, and I still am. Um, I Even before Twitch, you know, uh, Justin TV, live stream, all of that, um, I love watching other people uh, enjoyed games and interacting and chat and stuff like that. So, um, I thought, you know, gee, I sure would like to do that. It doesn't seem that hard. I, I don't consider myself the most like personable, uh, uh, person and, and the best public speaker, but I figured maybe it would, it would help me to improve. Uh, so I, at the time I did not have a very good PC. I had a, uh, a very old laptop, uh, that could just barely it couldn't run it couldn't run anything let's if i'm being honest i can play any modern games um but i could run a psp emulator uh because capturing actual video from an actual psp was i, I wouldn't have even known how to begin <laughs> very difficult that. yes so nigh impossible and uh so i set up a stream and I started playing. The, it wasn't actually Monster Hunter. The first game I played was uh, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII, because I love Final Fantasy VII. Never played it. 
And as is the story with uh, most new Twitch streamers, nobody watched. It was me streaming to myself. Occasionally someone would come into the stream, tell me I sucked. They would leave. And that was the end of that. (laughs) So a lot of people, a lot of people can can relate to that. Uh, So then I was like, okay, well, this obviously isn't working. Let me play something else. And I, I thought, you know, it's been a few years. Let me let me give this 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 here Monster Hunter a try. So I did. I looked up. Um, I think I just Googled what is the best first Monster Hunter game to play. What is the best game to start with? And uh, Freedom Unite was the one that came up as sort of uh, a very a very well thought of game, a very loved game by people who who've played further on in the series. They look back, you know, fondly on it. Uh, it's got a good like difficulty cap and, um, yeah. And it was available, you know, through, through means. So I started playing that and then all of a sudden people would show up and start watching and people would chat with me as I was playing and people started helping me. And, uh, let's say, I'll say holding my hand, people would hold my hand, but that's what I needed. Uh, because it helped me to learn to appreciate the game and end up loving the game. And what really what really uh, had it take off for me was, um, so I, I had streamed, um, I would say, two or three nights of, of the game, and there were a lot of what I thought were really good moments from those first couple of nights. So what I ended up doing was I just went through the recordings of the streams. I um, picked out some, some, some moments of, of it was mostly moments of me just being ignorant of the game and its systems and just being bad at the game. Uh, You know, attacking with not red sharpness with whatever the one that is before (laughs) that. (laughs) We literally the little jagged weapon icon with a broken weapon. Uh, not knowing anything about stats, gears, um, you know, circle swinging with great sword, that sort of thing. Not knowing how to charge it, uh, I picked it because it looked cool. Uh, and yeah. th- so it was a lot of that. Um, I was killed by an Enteca. I think was my was my first death. Um, so <laughs> I have that going for me. I, I may be the only one. Uh, I I'm sure there's others. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they don't come out. They 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 hide themselves in shame. You'll never see them. And uh, <laughs> so, and then I, I thought, well, okay. And I was actually pretty happy with the video that I had made. And well, I, I was also pretty, pretty uh, avid Revit, Revit, Reddit reader. And so I figured, I, I looked and I saw there was a Monster Hunter subreddit. And I figured, well, might as well post it here. So I posted a video. I don't remember the exact title, but it was something like, hey, uh, I played Monster Hunter for the first time. I was really bad at it. I made a short little video um, showing just how bad I am. And from that point on, it sort of, I don't want to say took off because it it has always stayed pretty pretty small to medium-sized. Um, you know, I didn't see any great, huge fame or success from it, but it got me regular viewership and a community of people that you know, now almost three years later that I, I consider many, if not most of them to be very good friends. Um, and I, it's brought a lot of, of them together as well. So that that's the big takeaway from everything for me is um, giving all of these people, you know, 
a place who, uh, aside from Reddit, to really meet up and play together and enjoy the game and sort of, you know, every four nights a week go to this place, which happened to be my stream, and just mm-hmm. for for two, you know, two and a half, three hours, laugh at me, but also do it together. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and I, I would continue making videos from there. Uh, I would post them every couple of days, and it just sort of carried on like that until um, I, ended, I just eventually sort of tried to uh, get away from the videos a little bit, uh, post them less frequently. Um, I've noticed that as I actually got somewhat fairly competent at Monster Hunter, I sort of started kind of running out of content for the videos because I realized that that's what everyone kind of watched for. Um, yeah. everyone likes to see, you know, uh, someone else have the struggles that they have, that they had and overcame yeah. and see somebody improve. But then at a certain point, you're just watching <clears throat> another person play the game that at, at the same level that you play it. And, um, so, so I, I do that a lot less now. Um, but I still stream and I still enjoy it and I still love it. And I, I, you know, very thankful for uh, the people who still choose to watch me. <laughs> so um, a little bit of <clears throat> kind of how I saw you. I saw that first post in the sub because uh, I'm on there a lot. Um, and I have not been, uh, I'm not a big Twitch watcher. Um, I'm not, I, I said, I, I've told many times on this podcast that I was going to start streaming. I haven't done that yet. I just haven't, I don't know. I, I, I had this, uh, hey, I'm not really good enough to stream kind of mentality, and also it would kind of just go by the wayside right now because it's so popular that no one would watch it anyways. Right, right. So so I've never really been big into streaming, so I haven't watched your streams, but I have watched a lot of your video content. And one thing that I thought was pretty cool that you have is you have a very dry sense of humor. Um that sort of appeals to what my wife and I like. So my wife and I have watched your videos together quite often. Um, even though she doesn't recognize your name. Cause I, I told her like, Hey, I'm going to have Collie on the podcast. And she's like, who? And I'm like, Ugh. that's the appropriate response, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, uh, uh, it's been, uh, the, the cool reason why I wanted you on is it's like, it's really nice to see some different content come out from all standard because I love Eric's and Gaijin. They're, they're pretty cool people. Uh, we've got to talk to Eric's on the podcast twice now. Um, and by all means, he's a really cool guy. Um, but he is very different. He's very like news and like, let's help you orientate oriented. Um, you know, he's, he's reaching for a different audience and there hadn't really been much of what I would consider like a monster hunter comedy audience other than maybe the animated shorts that, uh, NCH production does. Right. So to see like actual sort of like actual gameplay that pseudo comedy, um, kind of reminds me of Kraken. If you guys have ever seen Kraken, yeah, Kraken's sure. a, a little bit more crazy than you are. But, um, <laughs> so if, if anyone's listening, I definitely suggest you go check out Kali's videos, um it's a high recommend from me because it is some of the funniest like oh so that happened now (laughs) i yeah yeah i I wish i could be funny when i play monster hunter it's just me being frustrated at this point (laughs) it's like yeah you know once you reach a certain skill level you you tend to think you know it all and so so when a monster starts wrecking you you just get then i get frustrated 
thing. I should be better yeah. than this, and I'm not. What's yeah, wrong absolutely. With me? Oh, I I've I, had tell you, of moments like that. They just don't make it into the videos for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there's there's certain monsters that I like to call the uh, the humblers of of Monster Hunter. It's like no, I totally should should be able to get, kill this thing, no problem, hands down, and it just completely destroys you sometimes. Yeah. Um, I I like to call the Iodrome one of those. <laughs> oh um, yeah, the red uh, like raptor looking thing. Yeah, so the old school red raptor that spits poison. Right. Um, because Iodrome, you think of the drones, you're like, oh, they're the easy raptor bosses that you know, like they don't do anything. But Iodrome is in the volcanic region, which makes him immediately a higher tier monster. And people tend to forget that, myself included. So you can get like surprise carded because you're like, eh, yeah, I've got 40% health. No big deal. And then he'll combo you and you die. And you're like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah. Or if you're like me and um, you fail to notice that you've been poisoned for the last 30 to 45 seconds, that'll do oh, it. That too. happens. Yeah. Yep. Or you could be like me and be like, I got this. I don't have to deal with poison. Just compute complete hubris. <laughs> can't be poisoned if you're dead. Well, my yeah, that's, <laughs> I used to have such a problem with it. I would always make the pink Rathian armor. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, that was the first thing I did whenever I got the high rank. I was just like, you know what? I'm not dealing with being poisoned all the time. It's kind of funny because in this new version of uh, Monster in the World, the, the pink Rathian armor help, helps you poison more, not yeah. prevent being poisoned. I can't think of my little reminder, you know, shock back to reality monster. In this for game, world, it was the, for me, it was Kulayaku. <laughs> mine was the Diablos. I, I was absolutely fine until I hit Diablos. Oh, wow. The low rank that, I don't know. I, I think that's an appropriate one. <laughs> I wouldn't be too ashamed of Diablos just trashed me. No, I just I like I I forgot how hard he can hit. Uh, which you know, oh yeah, it's... oh I have one that I, I realized. I don't, how far are we allowed to talk about the game? Uh, we'll just say this now. We're all of us are into high rank at this point uh, here on the podcast. Um, so for spoiler reasons, if you're not into high rank, you might want to cover years or me, something. Or, I always do. Yeah, maybe I don't spoil do put a warning. Uh, yeah, maybe don't spoil anything sp- uh, exclusive. Uh, you know, does that make sense? Like, it was in a it was in a trailer. How about that? Does oh, that work? The... Yeah, if it's in a trailer, I can set up <clears throat> free game. Okay, Levizioth. I was so used to old Levizioth where he's just kind of lame and sat around and you know got hit and died, and now we have new Levizioth with fire everywhere and constantly raining it upon you when he's out of reach and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. it's kind of well, like... Don't like, tell me yeah, that. Like... I just got to him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it also doesn't help the fact that um, a blue, uh, specifically a blue thing, showed up to attack me as I was trying to deal with Levizioth, so I kind of left mm. that expedition. Yeah. There's blue things. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, this one hasn't shown up so i'm trying to be nice <laughs> yeah you'll, um, you'll see it so uh uh lavasiath i want to say has always been a hard monster for me really? i've never had a lavasiath that i'm like yeah i got this like i've always been like no i i have to watch out because he was he was so difficult in freedom ultimate 
Uh, and I didn't play him in Double Cross. Yeah, the, the the Piscean monsters tend to give me some trouble because they're I rarely fight them. Their armors look ugly and their weapons aren't green, so I never I never fight them. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his his I'm gonna flop like a fish randomly on the ground. It's gonna hit everything around me in a 360 area and t- 20 feet around me. That was kind of annoying. So <laughs> I only I only ever got to fight him in generations with a bow gun. So I was a little little blessed on that front. He uh he much like his uh his brother Ecclesioth has a tendency to sort of uh he has an aura around him that uh rather than projecting it with his hips like Ecclesioth does it sort of sucks you in so he'll do a uh <laughs> he would do like a shimmy all the way across the area and he would sort of if he hit a wall he would sort of stick to that wall and then just ride it for a <laughs> ride it for a good you know fifty <laughs> feet and if you were anywhere it, I mean I'm sure most of you guys are aware of the old hitboxes. If you were, I'd say, oh, yeah. within a good yeah. six or seven feet from him, you were getting pulled into that, and you were getting taken for a ride. It was just an inevitability. Right. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, um, they really don't like those hip checks uh, from a lot of <laughs> monsters. Um, I've never had as much problem with them, uh, and I, I guess it's because partially I'm a programmer, and I kind of understand how the hitboxes would have to work. Because, uh, or, or sometimes that they are working, not that they have to work. Obviously, they don't have to work that way because they don't in the Monster Hunter world. Uh, there are hip checks, but they are not egregiously bad uh, as far as what I'm getting at is the I was standing on the other side of him and it still hit me. Um, that thing. Yeah. And it's what it is, is the hitbox is basically where the monster originated. So you see him go in for the hip check and you go into where he was and then he hip checks and you're like, Oh, okay. You were still in the hip box uh, technically, but yeah, it, visually you were not. I definitely appreciate that. They've tightened them up a lot. I mean, it seems to be, and I'm sure they're not perfect now, but it seems to be, if you see the monster touch you, it will hit you. If it did not right. look like it physically touched you, it probably won't hit you. And I know that technical limitations prevented that from being the case in the past. Like you're saying, you know, you have to work with what you have. But uh, I'm so appreciative for that now. I, I it has led to so many surprising moments where I've I've literally set my controller down in the desk because I thought I was about to go flying, had to pick it back up quickly <laughs> because I'm still there and I'm still fighting. I didn't get hit, and it's amazing. I've had so many controllers die from overplaying. That it's kind of been like that, like. You know, like I'm standing there and I don't get hit. And I'm like, how did that happen? All right, turn the controller on quick, like uh, fighting with the controller for it to stay alive. Like it keeps turning <laughs> off and right. I keep turning it back on. And I'm like scrambling for another controller while one of my kids is screaming at me to, to play Blippy. <laughs> it's just chaos. <laughs> that reminds me of the 3DS as, as the battery is dying and you're scrambling to find your charger and also not die in the fight. I think that's much more of a dangerous situation, though, because you're going to lose that whole hunt versus, like, <laughs> hell, I'm standing still for a second. <laughs> Man. Uh, so I, I wanted to get into a bit of a thing about a hitbox that reminded me of... Um, I was helping someone with uh, Nair Gigante recently, and uh, um, a lot of people played him in the beta and that kind of stuff, so I'm not really too worried about spoilers. But um, do you guys know that move... 
that he does where he slashes the ground. So if you're standing on his back right leg, it's going to basically end there and hit you. Yeah. yeah. And then he follows up with the ground smash immediately. Right, which can almost that that can one shot me now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's basically a one shot combo. Um and the the accepted strategy, sorry if this is spoiling some stuff for you Kali, but did you play play him in the beta? Uh no, I did not. But it's fine. Go go right ahead. Okay. Um is the strategy of when he does that follow up is to just not get up. Just yeah, don't. Yeah. Because you're you're in the invincibility frames of laying down, um, but if you force yourself up, you will get hit. Um, so he did that move, um, and every single one of our party got hit by it. Uh, the, the the initial slash. Um, I was above him in the air doing the helm breaker for the log sword. Um, I was on the way down, so I expended my charge level. But I got hit. I got basically clipped by the end of the claws. It cam comes up in the animation, so it knocked me down. Everyone else was sort of standing at the head and got hit. Hmm. <clears throat> and so all four of us are laying down in front of them, and it, and I was the only one that knew to stay laying down. Um, and this is all people in chat, my friends, and that kind of stuff. And it was like, "Don't move, guys! Don't move!" And they didn't really understand what I meant by "don't move," <laughs> um, so they all moved. And it was an immediate triple card. Uh, I do believe it was two minutes into the quest. So, hey, we didn't waste a lot of time, at least. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, simple, simple mercies, you know. Was there anybody who really inspired you, like any other YouTubers or stream Twitchers or, or Twitch streamers or anything like that, where you saw them and you're just kind of like, yeah, I kind of want to do that. Is there anybody who kind of kept you going on or helped to bring you further into monster Hunter, like anybody where you were going to give up and you saw something and you just kind of felt that driving going there have been a few although <laughs> so i don't know if you guys uh guys are aware do you know kanta um i believe yeah, yeah i i assume most people do um, i see his videos on the subreddit quite frequently and on youtube uh he's i guess what you'd call a speed hunter uh, so mm-hmm. he, you know, obviously speed runs monsters with certain combinations of weapons and, uh, makes the rest of us look bad. Well, he also streams on Twitch yeah. and, uh, he's been, uh, you know, he's been very generous and give me some of his time in the past. He's actually played with me, uh, on, a, I think at least a, two occasions, uh, he's jumped in and played with us on, um, I believe it was portable third and, uh, mm-hmm. just watching him, uh, play. I, I try to absorb as much as I can, although ninety percent of it just kind of drips out my other ear. Um, I do catch little little nuggets of of skill, and I and I like to try and cling to those and 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 implement those. Uh, so he's a huge inspiration as far as um, actual skill. I don't think I'll ever get to that level, uh, but it's nice to have that as a reference. Uh, you know, Eric's. We were uh, talking about Eric's earlier. Uh, his tutorial videos are immensely helpful, um, mm. especially, you know, I mean, there's things I just, I've been using uh, certain weapons I've been using um, for, you know, dozens of hours. I think I have 50 hours logged in the game now. And there are certain combos and commands that I, I didn't know about until I watched his video. I just, I didn't know they were there because I'm a, I'm a bad, bad monster hunter and I didn't go into the training area where it would have given me this information. <laughs> which i probably Same. should have 
but uh i mean i didn't either <laughs> that's that's why he's there i guess so uh so he's taught me some things <laughs> I, I don't know him personally but uh yeah he's been very helpful and uh just you know just uh people from the reddit and people from uh from twitch and and the people uh who i guess i consider part of of my our community uh, have been very helpful. I mean, I've always got people willing to hunt with me, help me farm when I need it, uh, give me tips and pointers. Um, someone very patiently tried to um, crash course me on Charge Blade the other day. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if they realized how fruitless of an endeavor that was when they started, but uh, but they did it anyways, and that was very nice of them. So, yeah, is like I was saying earlier. I don't think that I would have stuck with the franchise this long and and been able to experience the things I have and appreciate it as much as I have uh, without people like them sort of stringing me along and helping me. I would have given up. I would have given up uh, two and a half years ago. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, it was my friends who got me into it, um, even though they abandoned me. I- maybe 30 hours into the original game. <laughs> yeah. You're I on your own now, baby bird. My friends who got me into it then just didn't help me and refused to play. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> so, Ariel, did, did, did were you on your own when you got into it, or did you have friends? No, my... Like I said, we were on vacation. My cousin told me to get it. Yeah. And, uh, and so there were... So you had a hundred buddy. Well, yeah. Well, there were... Four of us total, um, oh. perfectly. So we were all playing, and uh, it got to the point where I like, I quit one job and was going to start another, but the new one didn't start for two months, and that's when mm. and for you had just come out like it perfectly timed. So, uh, I had, I essentially like played it for a month and a half, like a full time job. I would just hop into people's like, like lowering people who needed help or hiring people who like. You know, I'll just hop into servers mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you need help? And I would just go there, you know, as this G-rank monster, uh, like this G-rank experience hunter, and I would just help people hunt things. But, uh, but yeah, I've I've had a pretty consistent group of friends, thankfully. Awesome. I, I have not until Monster Hunter World. Those original people who played with me in Monster Hunter 1 in 2004 that stopped in 2005, I had never played with them again until Monster Hunter World. So... Monster World has been a big comeback for multiplayer for me. Yeah, um, it's it's insane. Uh, how, how like, I don't hardly ever fight on my own now. I used to be an entire solo hunter the past two games, like I soloed everything, and now I just like I'm playing with everyone all the time. <laughs> I mean, Lobo and I have hunted quite a bit now together. Yeah, same for nice, me. Nice. So yeah, so I mean, it's it's been completely different of an experience for me nowadays versus you know olden times <laughs> um i was gonna say uh you were talking about charge blade a little bit there collie um i used to be a fairly heavy charge blade main and that was sort of my thing since four ultimate uh so four ultimate and um uh why am i blanking generations uh they were the only weapons i played and in fact i got made fun of <laughs> for only playing charge blade um <laughs> that's and me with longsword i dropped it yeah well that's the thing i'm doing longsword now i dropped charge blade like a bag of bricks after playing the demo i was just like it's not as fun anymore mm-hmm. so but on that note um 
I've been grinding out Arena Crest because I'm trying to get the uh, Platinum Trophy for the PlayStation 4, um, which I did get the 50th Arena Quest today. Hey, good um, job. Nice, nice. Good job. Um, how, I'm poured, uh, Sorry? I was going to ask, how are you uh, actually going about getting them? Like the arena finding, quest? Yeah, finding groups for the arena quest. Or are you just doing it solo? I'm doing it solo. Uh, oh. Today I got some help from. Uh, I'm trying to. Think, uh, I'm just going to call him H. All right. So my good friend who is the, the bow gunner that I've mentioned a couple times now. Um, he is just like, that's his thing now. He's, the, he's our group bow gunner. Um, he and I were doing. He's like, no, I'm not doing arenas. Arenas are stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, if you do them together, it's quicker, right? Right. Um, yeah. So he, I, I was like, I'm, I sort of convinced him to like, hey, let's build the arena weapons. So we we hunted together on a few of them. He's like, I want to get that fifty, and he just started. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going <laughs> to do another fifty. <laughs> um, but the uh, what I was getting at is the charge blade uh, that you have to you have to pick a, a certain weapon in arena quests, and um, the the quickest time for me that was still kind of an, an enjoyable fight was the Rathian for me. And the Rathian, I didn't get to pick longsword, but I did get to pick charge blade. So I've got a lot more experience in doing the guard points and that kind of stuff. And I would say I'm actually a little better than I was a charge blade before now. That's good. That said, I'm still a longsword made. I the there is nothing more satisfying than that counter, um, the fade counter that uh, oh yeah you do with longsword, an aerial helm so splitter. Awesome. Yes, that too. <laughs> that gets me in trouble a lot. I I get hit a lot trying to pull that off. <laughs> of course, but when you do. <laughs> Uh, no, it's good. Uh, I think I think the reason why I like the counter more is you don't get to do it as often, right? It's a little bit harder to pull off. But if you counter and then immediately go back into it, so you counter and then you do the uh, spirit combo, the spirit slash right after and go up to the next level, I think that's the coolest thing. It's like I countered and then I uh, I hit him back with the the spirit slash and I'm I'm back in business. It's so easy to it's stay in awesome. red now. You have so many options and mm-hmm. so many ways to, to move between combos and make it happen. And you can just I gave it a try finally and it was super fun, but I overcommit all the time with longsword, so I had to give it up. Yeah, you I mean, get you get a little bit of trouble with the longsword and the greatsword too. A little bit yeah. of trouble. Um speaking on Arena Quest, uh the last one that you can do is a Diablos and a Black Diablos in the special arena, which is the smaller one. Oof. I picked a great sword for that, um, which I am no longer. I have not been a great sword main since Monster Hunter One. Um, so that's a thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was intense. Uh, but it was super satisfying because they give you a blast great sword. Oh, nice! So it's like. I'm going to do this level three charge and do a blast attack, and it's going to show me like a total of like 500 damage on this Diablo. <laughs> yeah, it's it's intense. The, the the damage numbers you see are very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the things that we talk about, like uh, um, just in general, like uh, things that like nowadays that I was worried about is one of the ones was the damage numbers. I actually kind of like the damage numbers because now 
Um, I, you still get the resistance and the bigger blood spurts on, on critical areas, but it's a little bit easier to say, oh, well, that was orange and not white. I should be hitting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't see any downside uh, to them, and you can turn them off if you don't like them, so I think it's only a good thing. My biggest thing is oh. I was used to hit the, like Baroth's head always because I was like, oh, I want to break it. I want to keep hitting it so I can break it. And now whenever I go to hit it again, I see that one pop up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. I shouldn't do that. Yeah, I, it's weird. <laughs> I love breaking parts. That's like one of my favorite things to do is like fully break a monster. I give zero craps about that Baroth Ridge because you can carve it so easily. Yeah. But even as a gunner, it makes me just a better gunner of, like, stop shooting the thing that's clearly not good to shoot at. Right, right. Uh, I was reading, I forget where, but basically it said, it might have been Reddit, that if you turn your damage numbers off, it might actually help improve your times because you're less focused on crit hits and more focused on just getting hits on the monster. Huh. So I found it pretty interesting. Because it's like, if you know where the crit hits are already, and that's not like an issue that you have, then it might be, like, you might want to try it. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I already know where a lot of the crit hits, like, it's for stuff like Diablos, for sure. But, see, I have that mentality of I want to break things, and those typically, especially on Diablos, are not the places you want to be hitting. Right, right. Unless for so so one thing I wanted to mention about Diablos, you mentioned that you've been having a lot of problems with him. I've been like just completely just tanking him. Like I I have no problems with him uh, with the longsword because you can cut through his horns on blue sharpness now, just oh, wow. blue, and it's even high rank. It's like oh okay, um, well that's a thing. So it actually ends up being a crit spot fairly quickly. I uh... so. Yeah, I I ended up tr- trying it with a lance, and it was one of the most fun things I've ever done. Mm. Yeah, because like, yeah, you just take the aggro every time. Yeah, I still have not got the challenger mantle. Maybe I have, but it's I think it's an optional quest to get the challenger mantle. Oh I yeah, have I so got many, that. I have so many optional quests unfinished yet. And I'm keep my, missing so many neat things. Like my roommate has two slots in his uh, tree of duplicating things, and I still only have one. So I have to go find out which quest does that one. Oh, I've got all three for the tree. I still only have the one. He I does. was wondering about that actually. If I was ever going to get another one, <laughs> optionals. Do the optionals. Yeah. yeah, I I stocked the SOSs to get a to get tempered elders, and now I have the rock steady. Mantle. Ooh. So that was the last thing I've gotten, I Ooh. think. <laughs> Rocksteady mantle, also known as a speedrun mantle. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> uh yeah, so about the Rocksteady mantle, they give you that for some of the weapons on that that double Diablos uh arena quest. Really? Uh and yeah, and I that was the first time I got to use it. That is dangerous. That is a dangerous mantle to use. Because <laughs> like nothing knocks you down, right? Right. You right. take the biggest hit and you're like i'm cool it took away 99 percent of my health but i'm cool yeah it's that's, like, that's the danger <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh like, no it's, it's like okay that left me open for a follow-up attack because i was no stagger right. there's no invincibility false, frames false after confidence. that yeah 
gosh, die by a thousand cuts and dismemberments. <laughs> Um, so I think that kind of transitions well into uh, the bigger topic I kind of wanted to get into, which is uh, quality of life improvements. Um, so the reason why I think this is a, a important to talk about uh, with, with Kali here is he decided on a whim to pick up probably one of the worst quality of life games in, in the history <laughs> of Monster Hunter. Uh, that's not true. Monster Hunter 1 is the worst quality of life. So let me tell you what. But <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. So I've heard. Yeah, it's like, oh, Freedom Unite, oh, it's really cool. You got that question mark when you run up to a mining spot. We didn't have that. It's like, here, here's oh, a funny crack. Can I press square with my pickaxe out? Will it work? No. <laughs> that sounds awful. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, there's a big contrast of quality of life in almost every Monster Hunter um, and it's why I'm a big advocate. I was a big advocate for generations over four ultimate is the quality of life. There was so many, uh, like the item sets, I think is when generation generation started that it's like, I want to bring X amount of potions and X amount of this and X amount of this. And I don't have to keep restocking manually. I can just have an item set. It deposits everything and pulls everything out. I think that's where generations, I think generations started that. Um, before that there was no such thing as equipment sets and that kind of thing right and like monster hunter world it's like quality of life improvements abounding <laughs> yeah i i agree i mean generations they had the benefit of not i guess technically making a whole new game in terms of adding a bunch of new monsters so they were able to just improve the quality of life you know for the game to to include include little things that they thought could benefit the game and it was kind of like a maybe even like a test run for for monster hunter world in terms of like what the community would like from this um because we're not adding new monsters we're not adding new things um well they added new monsters i mean there was the faded four. Oh yeah i i, I just figured it wasn't as i guess extensive robust. yeah robust extensive as through you and for you i didn't play either cross or whatever but um I felt that Generations was, since they decided to make it a little bit shorter uh, than the last ones, that they were able to really be bold in their decisions regarding quality of life and stuff mm. like that. I've heard a lot of people refer, to it, a to, refer to it as uh, Gen 4.5, which I think is pretty accurate. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. Yep. Kind of like how Pathfinder is 3.75 of D&D. <laughs> no, that's 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 one geek world I have yet to explore D and D, but uh, yeah. Fun, funnily enough, I, I the the other sub that I'm a mod on is a D and D sub. So nice, nice. The two are tied very very closely for me. My D and D knowledge is is such that I can I can follow a conversation, but if I were to sit down and play a game, I would need someone there with me to help me. Hmm. Okay. Maybe one day. Yeah, I mean, I've put multiple thousands of hours into both Monster Hunter and D&D, <laughs> so. No, no, no. Yeah, I was I was going to say, uh, we talked about, like, uh, I was a pretty impressive to put 350 hours uh, in a recent games aerial, but uh, I the, my, my peak of hours, I'm going to say, was Freedom Unite. Um, I put in over a thousand hours Oof. twice. Oof. Uh, wow. Because I imported it 
because I couldn't wait. So I actually have 2G, and then I got Freedom Unite. That's um, uh, that's, that's impressive. I'll, I'll use the word impressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was in college, and uh, yeah, I had a lot more free time then. Um, oh, absolutely. So yeah, that quality of life is is a huge, huge thing that we're getting. Uh, gathering is like, hey, I gathered all the all, all of the herb when I ran by in a split second, and it became yeah. potions before it reached my pocket. Right, the auto crafting is huge. Minus oh, yes. thirty points of ammo. That's that's huge for me. I we I actually gather. Wow. <laughs> I actually gather now. I actually make. I never used to do this. I never used to be like, okay, I'm going to go farm honey. And I would literally do like honey farming at the town and then craft megas and be like, if I ran out, I ran out. <laughs> uh, this is the first game I've ever uh, carried max potions in because max potions are super easy to get now. Yeah, I. They're so useful in the game, especially when you forget to eat or. You need that quick, quick healing in a in a really tough spot. I call it "I died" insurance. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Much needed when you get to the elder dragons and you get to high rank and stuff. And that's also yeah. kind of why I'm excited about uh, eventually getting mushroom answer because uh, it turns out one of the mushrooms acts like a max potion now, and you can carry like nine of them. The mandragora. Yeah. Oh yeah. I almost made a Mushroom Mancer set for a... So here, here's the thing. Uh, I was just exclusively Longsword. I've kind of branched out at this point, and I've made a bow set. I almost went Mushroom Mancer for the bow set that I did, but um, instead I just went uh, four Legiana plus with uh, a Diablos Waist. Nice. Yeah, I, I've, I'm i going to try to make a Mushroom slash Wide Range set for my Sword and Shield. So just constant, uh, like have the constant ability to keep healing my teammates while providing status or elemental damage. My longsword set has wide range three, just based on the skill gems, because I just like, eh, that seems like a fun way to do things. It, it's kind of funny, because like I'll, I'll, I'll drink a potion and it heals everybody like a ton. And people are like, well, did you just use a life powder? Like, no. <laughs> I just, Don't worry about it, man. I just drank I a gotcha. potion. Oh, I was saying, if you do that, do they slowly get their health back like a potion, or do they get immediately like a life powder? Huh. I think it's immediately. Hmm. Um, it's a bit of a question myself, because I can't pay attention to what the animation of their doing and their health at the same time. Um, I, I have noticed that there is a bit of gaining, like over time, but I'm not sure if they were also drinking a potion because everyone got hit by Nergigante's dive bomb at the same time or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I just, it's hard to tell in the heat of the moment. Right. Uh, so what are some discussions we can have about the game's uh, quality of life and stuff like that? Well, well, Oh, go ahead. Oh, Sorry. Uh, I think I well, I want to point out the what I think is the most obvious one, and they showcased it, you know, uh, in the E3 trailer when the game was first announced, and that is the scout flies, and all of the wonderful things that the scout mm -hmm. flies do for us. Um, 
Yeah, no more, oh, my paintball ran out just as these flew away. That's the biggest thing for me is you're sitting there <laughs> fighting something, and in your head you're trying to keep track of, should I repaintball it? How long ago did I paintball it? Should I put my weapon away now and paintball it in case it goes away? And and just and then when it does, having to 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 track the monster down again and just wasting valuable time doing that. Um, right. I'm so glad to be done with that. I mean, another point is: is it a bling gonga? Oh, please, yeth it. <laughs> <laughs> Not going that way. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I agree. The scout flies. That was another thing I was like, eh, I'm not really sure about whether, you know, we saw the first stuff because I was like, why can't you just track the monster? Well, I mean, this helps you track the monster pretty well. Um, yeah, for sure. It is also, it's sort of just sort of visually shortcuts what we naturally do shortcut. So like everyone know eventually ends up learning spawn locations for monsters. I mean, the Great Jagras, it's pretty easy to tell where he spawns pretty early in the game. And, uh, or at least one of the places he does. Um, because it was this exact same place in the beta every time. He meets you at the mouth of that cave uh, every time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's just a shortcut. And like, when you know enough about Great Jagras, which, funny story, the, the research nodes for Great Jagras, it was one of my lowest ones for a long time because i fought so little of them i'm like i'm done with them i'm moving on <laughs> yeah so he was one of my least researched monsters up until recently um yeah he uh it's just like okay he spawns here and the scout flies are just like yeah i know that too cool <laughs> we got right, it right. uh another thing about the scout flies is is not just the monsters but like you're saying the uh the gathering points because you know, in the old games, it was so low resolution and in such low detail. It was actually easier to pick out a gathering point. It stuck out. Whereas now, the world is so detailed and there's just so much going on. If I didn't have the scout flies directing me sometimes to like a little uh, clump of mushrooms, you know, in some bushes or uh, or whatever, I would miss it more to, more often than not. So I'm glad they're there to sort of, yeah. you know, that single bug will shoot out and go off to the side. And, and it'll even tell you when something's close by, so... Um, you know, say, Hey, there's a, yeah. there's a, a mining, uh, spot within 10 feet of you. And so you look around and there it is. So I like that a lot. So one, one thing about, uh, the, the same kind of deal is like the monster parts that drop, like the, the bombs, the slinger ammo, um, just the general monster parts. Um, they're really helpful for finding those because those are also so small. Yeah. So. Yeah, so in, in my recent quest for getting, um, uh, what is it, uh, what is it, million zenny, which is very hard to do, uh, I've started using the bandit mantle, which causes account items to drop when you're hitting the, the monsters. So you can just sell those things, and they're, like, really good. Like, the best ones are, like, 5,000 apiece. You mean the monster yeah, energy so mantle, don't you? <laughs> Look at it next. Monster. Look at it next time it has oh. the Monster Energy logo on it. That's what we yeah. call it. <laughs> I never noticed that. It's just like it's just like super neon green for some reason. <laughs> it's the it's the booger cloak is what we called it. <laughs> um, but uh, I I put that on and it's really helpful to find like the eight things that drop when we all beat up on a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Which 
it's pretty nice to come out of a quest where like before it was like a lot of zenny you know there's a lot of zenny problems in this game because things are so expensive and hard to keep money um it's like you come out of a quest and you sell everything i was like yeah i'm like fifty thousand up that's amazing i can make a weapon <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the sad part yes i can make a weapon mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> yeah we've been uh i'm actually getting to the part where i have to start selling my monster parts again yeah i'm getting there that's tough i put a limit uh, if it's above 100 i don't i sell it off now oh wow oh i do 30 i can't imagine needing more than 30 of anything <laughs> i just have whatever i, don't know. I have <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried because they're, they're, the crafting system is so much more interweaved between monsters now. It's right. so weird. It's just like, okay, yeah, I, I guess I need to farm Legiana normal now because I didn't grab enough of his claws. Like, <laughs> wow. It's nice yeah. to go back and bully yeah, yeah, a low rank monster every once in a while. I think the game's just trying to remind True. you of that. I hop in SOSs just because, you know, sometimes you know the low rank the little people need need help so I, i'll hop in there and uh yeah. help them out with those <clears throat> with those um you know legiana like the dual ones or you know legiana odegarin or anjanath or something like that whenever i need a low rank item i'll always see if there's an sos available i i will say that that in itself is a quality of life improvement for finding quests that you want to do yeah you know for I mean? sure I mean, it used to be, oh, okay, I'm going to create a game room. I'm going to name it this. Hopefully people come in and help me with it. Um, hopefully people don't post their own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's been a problem since the original Monster Hunter. It's like, uh, it's it's partially the reason why I love Diablos is because I never got to fight him so much and I wanted to play him so bad. No one wanted to do four horns with me, so I spent weeks standing there <laughs> gathering hall, like doing nothing because no one wanted to help me with my urgent. <laughs> to be fair, you've done four horns, so you know why nobody would want to do four horns. <laughs> Absolutely. True. It just made me love it more, though. <sighs> It was just like I finally got to do it, and when I did it, I helped everybody who needed to do it, and thus my love for Diablos blossomed. <laughs> so, um, anything, uh, anything else as far as quality of life that you guys can think of? Um, the infinite whetstone is incredible. Yes. Oh yeah, Amen. that's uh, just one of the very small things that I was just so impressed with. Yeah, it's it kind of makes sense. Yeah, like. <laughs> How often do you get rid of a whetstone? Every you know, time you sharpen, life? you throw it away. Uh, apparently, you know, they're, they're like nothing, I guess, in this world. I know. If only we... Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I have a couple quality of life things as well. But I'll wait till after we're not here. Um, one thing I want to mention, a lot of people have been sort of like... I, I've seen people already say they hate this, but I love it. It's the radio wheel. Holy cow. Oh, it's it's way... Way better than using the uh, yeah the, 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 the bar yeah the bar yeah I know that I should be using uh, it but I don't and I need to <laughs> it's it's a bit wonky sometimes because if you're not precise on your left and right and up and down sometimes you're like oh crap I drank an antidote when I didn't need an antidote and I was trying to set down a trap or <laughs> like, yeah. or something like that so um. 
I mentioned before, I have a quest for, so I am trying to get the the platinum trophy, and one of those things is you have to get 50 guild cards. Yeah. And people do not like sending their guild cards for some reason. Um, don't know why. It takes just a couple seconds. It is buried through three menu uh, clicks. Yeah, it's uh, not. There's not a fast way to do it. Right. So what I have started doing, and I also this is funny. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but you can tie shoutouts to gestures. Really? Yeah. So if you can, if you go edit your gestures and turn them on and off or whatever. You can actually go in and assign a specific shout out to a gesture. So, uh, what I started doing is I would immediately, once everyone's in the quest, especially when I SOS or me just joining an SOS or joining uh, anything like that, uh, I would immediately send out my guild card. And then I had uh, I have the communications uh, radio, which is L, then left on the D-pad. Um, my communication to the top right is send guild card, please. Oh, uh, nice. And then the other one is bombs. We're setting bombs so that people don't wake up the monster. Um, so I always carry large barrel bomb plus just because I can. And one of the things I started doing just out of my own amusement is instead of just having the shout out, I've tied it to a gesture. So the send guild cards, please, is the prance gesture. So I'm prancing around like, give me your guild card. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other one for bombs is the ninja star, which is counterintuitive because a lot of times it wakes up the monster. Yeah, it does I was going to say. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to start using the ninja stars to set off my bombs. Don't do it. They go over the no, bombs. you got to do really? the problem. Oh. They go you got to do sumo yeah, and nice slap pro tip the bomb. There. <laughs> sumo. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I'm going to have to change that gesture because I, it's got me in trouble. It really Hold bothers on. me though when I'm when I'm a, a great sword and like they set up the bombs and they don't let me, like hit the monster with my charged up attack. Like they'll just hit the bombs. I'm like, no, we could do so much more if you just let me do this. Yeah, it's it's a bit weird because a lot of people. Are, don't understand how these systems work that well you know what i mean right there's a lot of there's still a lot of nuance to the game that isn't there so like people don't realize that a a bomb does true damage right it's going to go through any armor um and b that the bomb needs to hit first right right but with a great sword it's a step further on that logic because yes, the great sword is going to strike the bomb and then hit with a full power charge on the monster right so your little peck of uh, uh, a rock on the bomb is actually inferior to the greatsword hitting it. Um, that kind of thing. Right. Um, one thing that I had to stop uh, H from doing, my, as I mentioned, my friend that does the bowgun stuff, is he would crag shot the monster on the head and let the, the, the resulting explosions blow up the bombs to begin with. Ugh. And I... And I kept telling him, don't do that because you're wasting the double damage on your crag shot. Right, right. Which does have resistances applied, especially if you're shooting it in the horns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw a new one today, actually. Um, when the monster was sleeping, these guys ran up and started throwing down poison bombs. Uh, you know, the little uh, proofs of poison on the monster? 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know okay. if it actually successfully poisoned the monster, but it didn't wake it up. So that's kind of a fun thing I just found out today. So I'm going to have to test that. I'm still amazed at how good poison is in this game. Yes. Yeah. So awesome. If the monster has a, a three-star poison, it, it doesn't really stand the chance. Especially when you have that Wrath Heart armor. Yeah. Which I did for a certain, uh, I won't spoil, monster. And it went by very smoothly. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, poison, poison is a thing again. Um, so much so that when I got, uh, so I've been doing a lot of uh, tempered monsters, which I don't think that's super spoilery. It's just basically the end game mechanic, right? And they give you the skill gems to go in the slots, and. Um, uh, I got a uh, poison damage up gem oh, nice. or poison proficiency up. Nice. And we were trying to figure out, like, what does it do exactly? Because it says plus 10 for every tier. And sure enough, it's like poison instead of doing 10 a tick is doing 20 a tick and then right. 30 a tick. Oh, wow. And it's like. It's insane. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, does each tier add another 10? I thought it was just 10 regardless of what tier it was. That's what the debate was, and I think we settled it on it does increase to 10 each time, because else it would just say 10 on the first tier, because it would never increase again if that was the case, but none of us had got to that second tier. Hmm. My belief is that it stacks. I'm going to have to try it somehow. Yeah, well, good luck getting the gem. It's not easy. But um, the, the... counter belief is that it doesn't stack it's just showing you but i mean everything that i mean if it's a static just like hey this i mean how how the if you look at the attack gems they're plus three plus ten plus fifteen they don't say plus ten down down the board right and i was like yeah maybe it is just plus ten down the board but then why would you say it on two and three right you know what i mean so i i don't i don't know maybe it doesn't stack it but even just doing 20 damage per tick is really good. Yeah. Radio wheels. Uh, the crazy thing is it's tied into your item loadout. If you don't know that. Yeah. So, so if you change something on your radio wheel, you kind of have to go into every item loadout <laughs> and redo it <laughs> or vice versa. It's like uh, equip this item loadout, change my radio wheel. Save. Equip this item without. Change my radio wheel. Save. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of annoying. It is annoying. I've I've really just kind of stuck my radio wheel to the items that are always with me: um, dunk pods, flash bombs, and then the potions. Yeah, I think that's what I'll do to sort of ease myself into using it. Right. That's the yeah, only thing I haven't done is set up like constant. Uh, item sets and actually customizing the uh, customizing the radial wheels and even the order of the item bar. Yeah, I, I've customized my radial wheel pretty heavily, but I don't have it different per item set. I don't I don't see why it ties to that specifically. I don't I think that's a backwards on quality of life, but whatever. I think they should be independent. I don't really I mean I kinda get it because you could have items in your other item sets that you don't use on your radio wheel and that kind of thing. But I mean, 
So my different item sets are my standard, which has, I always carry trapping things with me now. So two traps, both the shock and the pitfall cranks. Um, max potion, ancient potion, like everything healing wise. And then, um, crap, I'm blanking. The charms, the power talons, and that kind of stuff. Um, oh yeah, you always keep, you always got to keep those. Yeah, and then um, my other set is like everything but add in files for bows. So I have a bow set. And then Ooh. my third set is Elder Dragons, which can't be affected by traps. So I take out all the traps and I have extra flash bugs and that kind of stuff. So right. I think it's useful for situational stuff. But it messes me up when I forget that I changed something in my radio wheel. For instance, you can also tie your equipment, like your cloaks and your whatever sprays or whatever, anything like equipment wise. Yeah. Yeah, You can, you can tie those to the radio wheel also. And I recently just figured that out. Uh, And so I started doing that and then I forgot. And then I equipped a different item set and I didn't have it. And then I was trying to scroll through to, get my health booster it's just yeah so i found a new one as well Uh uh-huh you can also bind apparently combines to the radio yes i just found out because i was in a thread where they were talking about bow gunning and stuff and as i was watching some of the kind of speed run stuff he was just using the radio wheel to make more piercing three ammo and i'm like that is so much easier than having to open up a menu kind of and hope that you don't get hit while you're trying to combine really quickly. Yeah, that's a very stressful situation. So I'm going to definitely see how to set that up because being able to do that on the fly would be amazing. Now, there is a half half movement for it to do it automatically. So if you have, like let's say I have uh, my top left on my default wheel is the... Um, First aid med plus. And if I have honey in my inventory and it didn't auto combine uh, for some reason or whatever, I, um, like I, I don't, I know there's situations where it doesn't auto combine because you're full on something. Yeah. Um, if you try to, so if you use all of that item and you try to use it, but you have the combined materials, it will combine one hmm. automatically. I've had that happen with my mega potions, but I haven't had it happen with anything else. Yeah. So if you have like an item that can be combined, it'll auto-combine it one time per attempted usage, which isn't super helpful, but it's better than nope, can't do it, even though you have the stuff. Um, Alright, I'll have to see how people were setting up with their ammunition then, because I knew he was combining it really fast. At least I could hear this, the combined sound effect. Oh, no, no. You can... T- you can tie the action of combining an item oh okay so it's actually different all right yeah that's gonna need yep yeah the full combine list is on that radio wheel option it's one it's just one of the tabs when you're assigning radio wheels including gestures which could be tied to shout outs oh yeah yeah I'm so um, I'm so disappointed that you can't use Ninja Star to blow up barrels now. But <laughs> I'm sure you can. I've just, it's it's just not. Um, 
efficient or guaranteed. Yeah, perhaps? it's hard to aim. It's like aiming the bow gun without aiming. Right. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I do that with close range a lot. I, I I've used close range like a shotgun with the bow. I just use circle. Dodge, circle, dodge, circle. I like that after you dodge, it auto-aims back towards your uh, target. I think that's awesome. And I didn't even know that until like last week when we talked about it. Yeah, a certain blue monster makes <laughs> me do that. <laughs> okay, um, so was there anything else for quality of life? Uh, Lobo, you mentioned you had some things at the end. Um... Just the amount of things that went from being kind of like useless and frowned upon to being allowed to be used now. Um, biggest one is uh, the shield on bow guns. I gave it oh. a try finally, and holy cow, I used it in a Nair Gigante fight. The first one I've done since the you know storyline one, right. and it worked so well. Like it, it, every single attack he did against me just tinked off me just for nothing. And I, I only had, I think, two uh, shield upgrades on that particular gun, too. So, I And that's without guard or anything like that. So I'm interested in seeing how crazy it gets with guard, with, you know, shield ups and all that, things like that. And, uh, one of... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. It's just, it's just nice being able to know, like, oh, I'm not going to instantly die because I have a bow gun. One of the bow guns uh, loadouts in the beta had the shield on it. Uh, I don't know how far upgraded it was, but it would block Nair Gigante. Hmm. I gotta, so, I gotta try the bow more. I, I have one, I just haven't really explored it. Yeah, I mean, you kind of get stuck in a weapon. I mean, you, it's easier in this one, I feel, to not get stuck in a weapon, but I don't know, there's a sense of loyalty sometimes to a weapon. For sure, yeah. Uh, I have to admit, I've, I've actually never used bow. Um, in four gens, I, I've never used it. And at this point, I think it's just because I'm stubborn. But now that, you know, you can play yeah, with I a mean, controller and they seem to have uh, improved the uh, the controls and the handling of the weapons a lot, I think I might give it a shot because it actually kind of looks fun this time. Yeah, I, I I agree. It it ended up being a lot more user friendly than uh, than pre- in sure. previous games. And speaking of auto combine, that really helps out the bow guns and just the the gathering in general and all that stuff. Because there's a whole another layer of keeping ammo for bows and bow guns. Oh, I do have one last just... one about bow guns, by the way. Um, yeah, previously. Uh, the level three ammunition was always mm-hmm. kind of didn't really use it because it was very situational. Like mm-hmm. Pierce guns used Pierce two, and very rarely used Pierce three because Pierce three went so long. Because previously, like Pierce's only did like three hits or five hits or I don't remember how many Pierce three did because I never played it. And now mm-hmm. piercing does as far as it can go through a monster, and it just gets bigger numbers. And then for Pierce 3, instead of it just going super far and only, you know, you can only use it on the longest of monsters, now it just hits more often as it goes through a monster. So it's just a strictly better uh, bullet than Pierce 2. So it actually feels like an upgrade when you finally get a gun that can fire Pierce 3. 
I was going to say the biggest drawback to PS3 and that kind of stuff is the kick. Oh, yeah. There's a huge kick to using that one. For some guns. I actually have one now where you I can fire Pierce 3 as fast as I can fire like Pierce 1. It's the uh, Lagiana heavy bow gun. It, it's, it's nice. You sure like that monster. Yes. And then uh, <laughs> also the, um, what's the call? Uh, normal 3 used to be kind of not as great as Normal 2 because Normal 2 just did damage. And Normal 3 did damage and then also kind of ricocheted off if you hit a monster at the right angle and Saturn was aligned with Venus and God liked you that day. But Gog. Gog. <laughs> Gog, he liked you that day. <laughs> but now, uh, Normal 3 is just a really big bullet that does really big boy numbers. And so it feels good. Team, you can actually use it. And that, we don't really... They didn't really change that much, but the um, formerly pellet shot, now uh, spread shot, you can use without killing your fellow hunters. And that is, I think, the biggest quality of life, is that we actually are allowed to use our third ammunition now. Yeah, that used to suck when <laughs> my friends would use a spread shot or, uh, or something, and I would just constantly be interrupted. And as a greatsword user, or, or towards the tail end of the previous games, it was just not... Not cool being shot out of my uh, my charges. But yeah, now it doesn't punch through a monster infinitely, so you can actually walk up and shoot a monster in the face, and you'll actually do decent damage, and not have to worry about kicking out around your your allies as well. So it's nice. Yeah. Um, I I would say that uh, another. Uh, another quality of life uh, that has been in the game for a while, such as armor sets and that kind of thing, is kind of hidden. Um, if you guys notice that, like it's not very, not like a menu option on the box anymore. Like even Double Cross had that. Um, it was like here is the menu option to look at your sets and uh, customize your item sets. Now you have to press options and then triangle to assign X to use. Which I've already mixed that up twice and had to rebuild my equipment sets. Um, which I'm not sure if that blows out your skill gems or not. Which, that's a pain. Because now you have a separate inventory to switch out skill gems. Oh yeah. So, I mean, it's weird because it's still a very important quality of life. But that one's just hidden now. Uh, a lot of people were actually convinced on the sub that it was just gone. <laughs> right. And I was like, no, I, I've been using them. It's just not very apparent of where they are now. Um, and I don't know if that's to reduce menu items, but if that was the case, then you wouldn't have like 10 menu items when you go to the blacksmith either. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know the logic behind that one kind of weird we're talking about like hey this is great this is not this is great this is not but hey you know real opinions on a game yeah in my mind it's you know things have uh we have more nicer things than things that are frustrating yes it's still monster hunter (laughs) it's just a more gooder one Mm -hmm. (laughs) more gooder yes most of my stuff is just random about <laughs> more. 
Bowgun's <laughs> <Like Bo laughs> got so much fixes. It's just every time I, th- I play it, I just feel happy again. Yeah, I think that's just a function of, you know, a full controller with two analogs. Uh, they were really able to explore that and, and many other quality of life um, aspects. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's the bigger screen, stuff like that. It's a lot, a lot of benefits coming from putting this on console. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, now <clears throat> I'll cut this out if we're not going to use it, but we have a... Uh, I don't know. I like to try to make it an hour and a half usually, so we have a little bit of time to work with. Um, so what we used to do, and we've gotten mixed feedback on it before, but I'll leave it up to to you two, Ariel and Kali, whether you want to do this or not, um, is we used to have, always ask new people, which monster would you like to date? Oh, boy. <laughs> So if you guys are open to answering that question, because some people just, they, that's enough of a weird concept for them. They don't like that. Uh, but it's totally meant to be just like a lighthearted, get to know you kind of question. Um, so how do you guys feel answering that? Uh, I wouldn't even know what I, to say. For me, it's, I mean, which uh, monster wouldn't you want to date? They all have their redeeming qualities. <laughs> 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 are you sure about that Rathian Rathian would make a, a wonderful mother to your children she's very protective of her eggs oh okay I, I'm I'm interested to know what the redeeming quality of a kezu is now uh, oh, that's that's the, <laughs> that's the tough one if you ask me what monster <laughs> wouldn't I want to date it's he, 100% the kezu yeah. I hate that thing <laughs> that the big I can't even tell the difference between the two of them Kali oh. wins. Kali wins for for kazoo reasoning. Holy and that's cow! That's about all I can get into oh, and still man. keep this uh, PG. So I'll cut it off there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I don't know, man. That's <laughs> I was gonna say. Everyone would leave you the hell alone. <laughs> like, oh, he's with that guy. Uh, uh-uh, I ain't going there. <laughs> Oops. See, I'm trying to think of uh, of the new monsters. Which one I would I would go for? Maybe but. a maybe a Paolumu. It's very soft. You yes, know? it's got that nice puffy puffy uh, hair to them. So that's that's an option. It's, it's, that thing turns on you in a dime, though. Yeah, <laughs> probably probably a very moody monster. You know. Yeah, it, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but uh, it reminds me of the the little red dudes in Kirby. They're like they're all nice and happy, and then you touch them, and they turn into these banged beasts. This, <laughs> <of> it's <laughs> like that's what that is. You know it's what? a Palumu. I know now. Rockbird, because they're the first super friendly monster. They're always just kind of chilling. They don't really have a problem with you unless you start stuff with them. And yeah. while they may look awkward, they just seem like they'd be fun to be around. Who's um. <laughs> That, that, that's a decent uh, answer, yeah. You have to forgive me. Who is uh, who's <laughs> Spiky Aragon? Is it Radabon? Is that his name? Radabon, yeah, Radabon yeah. is a total bro because he never bothers you. He just rolls around, does his thing, collects bones until you mess with him, obviously. The only thing is you really, there's the whole you can't touch him because he is Spike's thing. That would be the only drawback. But mm. just as like a... Puts a damper yeah, on that but as like a long distance thing, he has he has run over me 
Let's so see, that's your times. fault. You know where he likes like, to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the way, Lobo. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I would say if we had to pick from the new roster, um, I'd say Toby. Lightning Squirrel. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Lightning, the Lightning Squirrel sneak thingy. Yeah, I don't know. It's to me like so. So my original answer was Ignactor, because it's just like <laughs> he's like the hottest person in the room. He's got the he's got the cool moves. Uh, well, it's just like yeah, you know, he has that confident swagger and that kind of thing. I kind of feel like that's the same way with uh, Toby Kadachi. It's very like you know, it's like that's what's kind of attractive to a lot of people is like confidence. And even right. though to- Toby Toby is is not a not a big player in the ancient forest i mean we can we can admit that right right um but he still will throw down with anginath he'll lose but he'll still he i mean he he at least uh puts a surprise in there for him so (laughs) i guess yeah i can see that This is a weird question. (laughs) (laughs) all dude so we used to do community questions um and then we stopped getting them because people kind of ran out of things to ask, I guess, <laughs> a while ago. Um, but this was one of the more favorite questions that kept coming up. Uh, but, you know, we asked it so often. And it was like we just stopped getting so many new guests for a while. It was it kind of fell by the wayside. But I, I figured it would be something to do. It's, right, it's right. not a question that I'm a stranger to, believe it or not. It has come up on more than one occasion in my <laughs> chat. Yeah, oh. there's there there is this subset of the community that is into the the. <laughs> uh, let's just say um, shipping. There's monsters. that rule. Everyone knows that one rule. You know what I'm talking about. Rule. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, rule thirty-four. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, geez. Lobo knows about this. As a moderator, we actually got approached by that sub, Monster Hunter thirty-four. You to do a cross promotion and all of us were like no <laughs> i would have i would have said absolutely yes no we are not cross promoting a pornographic a site sub, but a thank you for bringing it to my attention <laughs> hello <laughs> you know so i can oh, avoid man. it so so <laughs> yeah, <it> was... Jeez. <laughs> oh yes for science avoided for uh, science. and if you really want to know there is a second one i don't remember the name really huh yeah there's 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 two of them Hello, hunters. Monster Hunter Anthro, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to hunt Learn, more uh, dangerous game? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, yeah, there's there's tons of stuff out there for Monster Hunter. Uh, let's just say... Um, Aficionados. Uh, <laughs> sure. Extracurriculars. <laughs> so one of the things that I did um, when I first started streaming, this was still playing Freedom Unite, the uh, first time that I encountered a... Uh, oh, God, what was it? Camellios. Uh, this actually has nothing to do with Camellios, but this is just the night it happened to 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 take place. I somehow, I don't remember if it was my idea or someone else's idea, but I overlaid um, a PDF of, uh, I wanted to say Grey's Anatomy, that's not it, Fifty Shades of Grey uh, on the stream. Uh, I found oh. what was I was told. I haven't read it. Well, I have now. Uh, the juiciest bits, the juiciest chapter. I overlaid it on the stream, and as I tried to fight Camellios, 
monster you cannot see a majority of the time. I was reading, uh, so sort of scanning words with one eye, watching the game with the other. Uh, the juiciest <laughs> bits of um, of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, and uh, that created uh, that sort of set a tone in the early days for what was considered appropriate and what wasn't in my in my stream. And uh, that has stuck with me. I, I'm looking for it now, and I will. Uh, I will show you guys after after we're done here. I there there is art. There is art that may or may not oh, may or may oh, not involve great. myself. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jeez. man! My curiosity is going to get me on this creative, one. I know um, viewer base. Let me just say that. Jeez. Hey, you got to cater uh, to the fans. Oh uh, yeah! One guy used to write fan sometimes. fiction about me. And, <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes. Oh my god! I have to. It's oh it's god. in it's in my Reddit DMs. <laughs> I know it is because it has to still be in there. Um, it was something about. Oh my god! This is this going to be? This is going to be cut out. Yeah, <laughs> we're not putting this. Yeah. If you I want mean, it to be cut fine. out, we can definitely cut it out. I, I was going to keep some of it in there. Um, I think I'm going to keep most of it in there, but not if you want something cut no, out, no, no, don't no. be I'll afraid just, to uh, say like, don't. I will just uh, don't say this. I will, I will be selective. It, it was it was fan fiction. I'll, I'm just going to say that it was like a two or three part fan fiction. And um, yes, starring oh, no. starring myself. So yes. written fan fiction. We've also read oh, some man. some other people's fan fiction on stream uh, while I was playing, and there's some <laughs> oh, there's some there's some stuff out there. I almost said good stuff, and that is not the word. That is not the word at all. It is not good. It is unholy, and it is wrong. But it's there. It's <laughs> very creative, creative, creative stuff. Yes. Somebody put an amount of effort into into crafting it. Yes. <laughs> There was something you wanted me to tell you about, uh, Fortran, is when I uh-huh. finally did look at the uh, when I finally did look at the uh, map for the Rotten Vale and see yes. what makes up the Rotten Vale. Oh my yes. God! I am just just <laughs> as you know, Dalamador is my favorite monster right, yep. in the entire series. And seeing that makes me extremely happy because it puts hope in my heart of my dream encounter. Um, Very nice. Probably should have phrased that differently after last conversation. But, no, no, no. Uh, Tell me more oh. about your dream encounter. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my dream quest is that we're going to be... They'll send you out because uh, of some deep rumblings that are happening in the ancient forest and it, or across any of the maps. In fact, all the maps would be cool. Um, and as you head out there, you, you start gathering materials and, uh, the screen does start shaking like occasional tremor effects. And then as you're fighting, uh, you see around the outside of the map coils moving as the, the map slowly becomes wrapped up by a giant Dalamador that's crushing the outside of the map. And kind of like how it used to destroy, like the map you fought it on, it would slowly destroy part of the map as you're fighting it. So you'd be restricted to smaller and smaller areas as you're trying to take down this giant, crazy elder dragon. I, I'm I already moist. Yeah. Especially since, <laughs> especially yeah, since they've, say, uh, they've already said that, you know, well, that, you know, elder dragons are coming to this area because we have the elder crossing. You know, 
what right, uh, right. we have we have a reason for him to show up randomly. So I, I think I that was going to say that this is the kind of fan fiction I can get into. I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> if we get it. Um, yeah, that's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm just not sure what so, map he'd show up best on. Yeah. I wonder, um, so this is the first Monster Hunter we've seen balance changes. Yeah, because they're easily, yeah, they're easily released now, you know, instead of having to do crazy updates across DSs. Yes. Um, well, that was possible on 3, uh, 3U with, uh, the, the Wii U version, but, um, yeah, that. People tend to forget for some reason that it was on the Wii U and they just talk about the 3DS version of that game. But I can understand why they didn't do it for the Wii U because it had to parody the 3U version. So, again, it was hindered by that. But uh, the, the 3DS version, sorry. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're finally getting a console Monster Hunter. It's like, um, we had the Wii and the, the Wii U. Those are consoles. Yeah, but I, I think those were ports and not full games. So, Try wasn't. Try was Wii U through and through. Was it? Wii through and through. Oh. Yeah, there was no portable Try. Hmm. I still think Try was a demo or a beta, but that's just me. <laughs> ah, it only had 18 large monsters. It's fine. <laughs> I still put in 1,500 hours. Wow. Oh my gosh. There, there is only one thing that I do wish would have come stayed from Try. And that's just because it, I just want to play with it. Is the medium bow guns where you had to assemble your no. own? <laughs> no, you don't. Why? You don't. They sound awesome. It, take, <laughs> no, take take all the disadvantages of the light and the heavy and put them together, and that's what a medium is. <laughs> you're not you're not fast, and you don't hit hard. Eesh. Hmm. Oh, that's really it. I did have something to point out. We had talked about Turf Wars a while back, and we mentioned that yeah. uh, clearly, you know, there's always a clear winner. I found one where there's not always a guaranteed winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toby get to- Toby versus Anginath. On a key- really? Yeah. So, half the time, Toby will jump up on the Anginath's face, electrify himself, and start biting the crap out of his face. And eventually, Janja just jump off. The other half of the time, Angie Nath will grab Toby and flail him around like a ragdoll. I've only seen the second one. I've never seen him pounce on the Angie. Yeah, he like gets on Angie Nath's face. <laughs> it was awesome. Now, was that dictated by like what area they're I, in, or uh, maybe what how much health each of them has, or what determines that? I wonder. I haven't. I haven't found out yet. I do know when he jumped on the face. It was near. Um, Toby's little tree area, you know, that little nesting area where you can do the tree bouncing stuff. Yeah, huh? I'll have to look out for that. So I, I, I would, say, I don't know what could cause it, but it's cool. One thing I like is there's a turf war between Diablos and Black Diablos, and that's yeah. not a clear winner. Yeah, they lock really. horns. Yeah, they lock horns, just like in the original Ecology, which just, oh man, that made that, that brought some heart fluttering back for me. It was like, oh, do you actually get to see them fight now? But uh, yeah, it was, I kind of wish there was more. That's, that's the only thing is like, I wish there was more variety of them, and I wish that there was more 
like in general because there's certain monsters that just don't have them they just don't um now i will say the one that like i i was like oh my gosh that is this the coolest thing ever and i i i have no qualms if there's nothing different for these two it was the Nergigante versus kushala i don't know if you guys have seen that i won't spoil it but it's amazing i haven't seen it I did see, um, uh, it wasn't an official turf war, but um, Levizioth versus a certain blue thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the blue thing. They just uh, kept chucking fireballs at each other. Like, it never registered a war, and they never really were acknowledging me. But I sat there for three minutes, just watching them go back and forth. One would hit each other with a fireball. He would flinch. He'd look back, chuck it back the other way. And they just kept kind of hitting each other in the face with the fireballs. <laughs> Eventually, the blue one left. <laughs> oh, wow. And it's like, okay, that's. I'm glad I got to witness that. I just don't know why <laughs> you guys hate each other so much. Yeah. My hopes and dreams for a nonviolent turf war or something between Rathian and Rathalos were pretty much. Wait, now, what exactly do you point. mean nonviolent? I just. They're like, oh, hey, maybe we could be friends or even like maybe do like a mating dance. Not actually mate, but, you know, like pair up. You know what I mean? Like they are male and female within these species. So maybe sometimes they're like not very territorial with each other. But then, no, they just fight without a turf war every time. It's just, I, I do uh, like the whole uh, if you touch one, the other one shows up immediately if yeah. they're in the same map. Just it's it's worse than it was before. Now it's just like, hey, what up? I'm here. <laughs> oh, you know what's really bad? What's that? And I'll tell you this. Is when you're... Uh, so there's an optional in the... Uh, why am I blanking? Ancient Forest. Where you're trying to fight a blue. And I'm pretty sure that the other monsters are randomized in optionals. Uh, I'm not positive about that, but I'm pretty sure they are. Well, in this instance, uh, the three large monsters were, I mean, it was every, t- so in this case, it was, it was Blue, Willows, and Ian in the same map. And it was like insane. Oof. Yeah. I keep, I did see a, a video of somebody who was in the whole um, Diablos, Black Diablos, and Baroth all in the same room. And... Man, that's when you that turn off the game and you go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> or, you, or you pull up a barbecue spit and let oh. the chaos and see. <laughs> who, uh, who was the final boss of uh, Portable Third? I'm drawing a blank. It was a big dragon fella. Yeah. You fight him in a volcano. Um, we, rather than fight him, decided to have a cook-off. And it was who could uh, cook 10 well-done steaks uh, the fastest without dying. Naked, of course. Well, Amitsuki so I don't know, have is you... <laughs> the big one that I remember. The the floating uh, paper dragon, as this I call This was after that. He may even have been DLC. Um, Could that have been Dire Morales? Possibly? Because that was three Possibly. Ultimates final boss. Was He was in submerged in water on a volcano map. Was Fatalus... In that one, it may have been Fatalis. If you fight him in a volcano in 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 third gen, then yes. Um, 
Crimson? Yeah, I think Crimson is in the, 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 the volcanic area. Yeah, so I was wondering if you guys had ever, um, you know, sometimes when you get bored of Monster Hunter proper, if you've ever created your own sort of uh, games or, or, or mini games to, uh, to keep yourselves entertained, something like that. Oh, there's the, there's the post-carves fight that my brother and I always do. Who can launch each other? The knockdown. Oh, I thought game. everyone did that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's but that's about it for me. I tried to do the uh take a rusted weapon and beat a monster to death with it. I I have pretty hard and it spawned <laughs> a meme that I have not been able to live down until this day. Uh, I I I, oh, I tried to kill a uh, it was I believe it was a Rathian with uh whatever the base level uh, like starter greatsword was, and it spawned a uh, the the fifty minute Rathian oh. meme because it took me forty eight and a half minutes to kill it, mm. and uh, apparently forty eight and a half rounds up to fifty Jeez. because every time a Rathian appears on my screen, fifty minute Rathian. Is this going to be a fifty minute Rathian? Uh oh, incoming fifty minute Rathian. Everyone watching their everyone watching the time. Every time I cart. <laughs> oh, here we go, boys. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> I re- I regret doing that, but it uh, was fun. If I recall, it was fun for me. <laughs> Jeez, that's just a quick one. I did want to tell you about um, something I'm trying to pull oh. on people, but people keep saying no. I have a really fun investigation that your friends refused to what? fight with me, and I, I think you said no to. It's a <laughs> hi- it's a high rank Lagiana on Odagaran. And oh, a that's because it was like 3 a.m. And, and I had to go. <laughs> I wanted. Oh, no. It gives 50,000 credits upon finishing it. Yeah, I'll do but that. you're only allowed no one. No problem. Dude, I'm, I'm in for it. If it I, I, that's, no, my friends are like, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> uh, Odo. They don't like Odo, but it me. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. The, the one I'm that none of my friends want to do is the uh the 15 minute tempered kieran is that the is like, that the oh, one no, you no, immediately no. get after doing <laughs> oh, no, the, no. The, the quest no they give you f- oh yeah 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 i, yeah, I have that right. too and my friends are like no i'm never touching kieran again and i'm like okay oh it- have you any of you guys done, have any of you guys done the event quest for kieran yeah the double low rank yep. kieran i didn't realize it was low rank oh, yeah, low rank. Either. oh i could do that do it. Do you guys get anything? Do you get anything for it? Karen Parks. Sense it. of pride and accomplishment. <laughs> oh, <okay. Yeah. laughs> hey, Practice hey. for the inevitable lightning storm that you're going to go through later on. I just asked because there's a couple event quests, and I know at one point I got some black bandana thing, and I don't know where I got it from, if it was an event or not. Speaking of which, I got a weird just like, hey, or here's a uh, here's a helmet that gives you um, Elder Seal up, um, and, and right. I don't know where I got it from. Aside from, I mean, I know what weird. I did, but I don't know what the conditions were to get it. Uh, arena quests. My friend and I did an arena quest, and the there was an exclamation mark over the arena quest lady, and she's like, "Here's this helmet." And I'm like, oh, okay. That's weird. Um, especially since I had done that quest already previously. It's not like just doing that arena quest did it. It was just like, weird. Hey, I, we did it together and we got it. Maybe it was we're getting a certain time. 
that I mean, in previous games, they did have something like that where if you beat all of them with a B rank and then all of them with an A rank, uh, they, you got certain things. Like, um, there is a special... There's a couple earrings that you got specifically in for you and Generations for doing that. And one of them had, like, Load Up and Trap Master or something like that. And the other, I think, had a crazy amount of Handicraft or something. I mean, it's cool, but why definitely get a B rank and everything? Uh, I've got C in several monsters, and this was post me having done all of the monsters, so it can't, it can't have been like get X amount in all the monsters because I it only happened once I had been replaying quests with a friend. So I don't know. No idea. Cool. Well, thank you, Hunters, for joining us today. And remember, we'll see you next quest. Um, check uh, check me out at, at Fortuan on Twitter. Nice seeing you all. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. All right. Uh, see you guys later. You can catch me at Dread Pirate Rada on Twitter. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome Twitter yeah. handle. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I am CS Kali on Twitch, Reddit, YouTube, Twitter. And my free cams. <laughs> <laughs> and you said promote. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Hunters, for listening today. You can catch us on SoundCloud or any past episodes on Google Drive download or YouTube.